Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules. Black One Jack Two could not be with us today due to a scheduling conflict. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, then dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about the infield poltergeist. So I originally wanted to do an episode about poltergeist in general, and I started doing some research and I stumbled across the infield poltergeist. And what I noticed, this isn't necessarily a poltergeist, because what what a poltergeist really is, is negative energy that is created by people who live in the house unknowingly. And that poltergeist can throw things around the house, and it's just energy. It's not a spirit, it's not a ghost, it, it is some sort of energy. And a few things popped out at me um, when I started doing the research into this episode. And uh, one of the things was the the movie The Conjuring 2 was based off of this. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, so just to get started on the infield poltergeist. In August 1977, single parent Peggy Hodgson called the police to her rented home in Enfield claiming she had witnessed furniture moving and that two of her four children said that knocking sounds were heard in the walls. The children, including Margaret, age 13, and Janet, 11, a police constable said that she saw a chair wobble and slide but could not determine the cause of the movement. Later claims included disembodied voices, loud noises, thrown toys, overturned chairs, and children levitating. Over a period of 18 months, more than 30 people, including the neighbors, psychic researchers, and journalists, said they variously saw heavy furniture moving of its own accord, objects being thrown across the room, and the daughters seeming to levitate several feet off the ground. Many also heard and recorded knocking noises and a gruff voice. The story was covered in the Daily Mirror until reports came to an end in 1979. Famous demonologist Ed and Lorraine Warren also investigated the haunt. This poltergeist haunting is most well known in the movie The Conjuring 2. So, uh, and, and part of my research is I, I went back and I watched The Conjuring 2 as well. And so what you're going to find out as I go through this, um, the ghost uh, was this man named Bill. And he was the one who was supposedly terrorizing the family and tried killing them on several accounts. The only problem with that is a spirit or a ghost does not have the ability to harm people or kill people. So I thought something just wasn't right about this whole thing from the beginning. And what I found fascinating with the movie was it turned out in the movie that it wasn't the ghost. The ghost was enslaved by a demon. And I thought that was a very good theory because we're not sure exactly what's going on here. And like I said, you know, we'll dive into this. 
Uh, but it definitely wasn't a ghost trying to kill people. Um, there, there had to be some other force behind that. Now, with anything um, as popular, because this was really big in the 70s when this was going on. This was all over the media. And a lot of um, people from universities came in. And some people believed what, what this family was saying. And a lot of people were skeptics. And believed that the children were staging all these things that were going on. So we're going to dive a little bit more. Um, the real-life Hodgson family began experiencing poltergeist activity in their England home in 1977. At first, Peggy, a single mother of four, didn't believe her daughters, Janet, 11, Margaret, 12, when they told her the chest of drawers in their bedroom was moving on its own. But when the chest slammed against the door, locking Peggy out of the girls' room and forcing her to run to the neighbors for help, she was convinced. Peggy called the police that a large armchair moved unassisted four feet across the floor. The disturbances only got worse from there. The Hodgins reportedly suffered all manner of strange happenings in the house for the next 18 months, including furniture being overturned, toys being thrown, banging noises, writing appearing on the walls, and even levitating children. In 2012, Janet told ITV that cups would inexplicably fill with water, things would randomly burst into flame, and the disembodied voices would speak to them. According to Janet, the most frightening was when a curtain wrapped itself around my neck next to my bed. So I'm going to stop there for a moment. So this is where people are believing that it's a poltergeist um, because it's throwing things around the house, which, which is just typical poltergeist things. This is not a poltergeist. Um, and they also believe, and like I said, we'll get into this, that this is a, a, a ghost. It's not a ghost because right here it says, um, a curtain wrapped itself around my neck next to my bed trying to kill her. A ghost can't do that. So this is definitely an evil kind of demonic being if this is true, unless the girls were putting everyone on. Peggy eventually turned to the press for help, reaching out to the Daily Mirror. The tabloid sent a photographer, Graham Morris, to the house to capture the hauntings. And that's when all hell broke loose. The infill case might be one of the best documented paranormal cases in history, thanks to Morris's disturbing picture of his visit to the Hodgson house. And I will post that picture on bravedebasement.weebly.com. Check out the photo gallery if you'd like to see it. Among these images is a photo of Janet being tossed across her bedroom by the poltergeist while her sister Margaret watches in horror. And so a lot of skeptics are saying over that picture that she just jumped off the bed and they snapped the photo. It was chaos. Things started flying around. People were screaming. Morris said of his visit, according to the Daily Mail. The Daily Mirror and the Hodgson's next called the paranormal investigators of the Society of Physical Research, including Maurice Gross and Anita Gregory, along with Guy Lyon Playfair. When I first got there, nothing happened for a while. Then I experienced Lego pieces flying across the room and marbles. And the extraordinary thing was 
When you picked them up, they were hot. Gross told writer Will Storr about the first days of investigation. I was standing in the kitchen and a t-shirt leapt off the table and flew into the other side of the room while I was standing by it. Then the poltergeist decided to speak. The ghost of Bill Wilkins reached out to the investigators through Janet, a raspy voice emanating from the girl from the little girl while her lips hardly seemed to be moving. The spirit told Gross and Playfair that it had died of a hemorrhage in the living room. Investigators later confirmed that Wilkins' son that a man by the name had indeed died in the house many years before. And so from these things that uh, was coming out of this little girl is where they started believing that this was the spirit of this Bill Wilkinson. So, you know, just to recap, you know, real quick on, on these, uh, the, on a poltergeist. The poltergeist is just energy that's normally created by the person that lives in the home. Um, they That energy can, can hurt you. Um, and then when they get into... Uh, this Bill Wilkinson thing, um, who they confirmed actually was alive and it existed at one point and, and more than likely died inside the home. Then they thought, okay, so now we're dealing with this with this bad ghost. And like I said, you know, a ghost can't kill you. So I really, really, and I don't try to draw my information and my research from a movie. Um, so, but I did like the theory of how they they turned in a movie where the ghost was enslaved by a demon and a demon was using the ghost to to communicate with the people trying to freak them out because that demon's going to try to break you down by doing things before it can get to you and so that's why I thought the theory was absolutely fantastic in the movie I was very well done for for knowing your stuff um but, but as far as a ghost hurting you, it's not going to happen. Um, but then we get into the skeptics. And, you know, like I, like I mentioned with the photo, and when you, when you look at the photo yourself, you'll see, did the little girl just jump off of the bed and they took a picture of her in air to make that appearance like she was levitating? Um, the girls were caught on several occasions faking things. And this is something else that the movie kind of touched on as well, because they, they showed that in a movie that one of this girl was caught on film destroying, I believe it was the kitchen. And as it turns out in a movie, the little girl said that she was threatened by whatever was haunting the house, that if she didn't get rid of all the investigators, that the family would die. So what you have is, you know, the movie and its theory closing gaps because I couldn't figure out the whole time I was researching this. I'm like, this just doesn't sound like a poltergeist or a ghost. It sounds demonic to me. And then, like I said, in that, that movie theory where they closed that gap, I like that. And then where the girls were actually caught, um, and, and this happened in real life, they were caught taking a mop broom and banging walls with it, banging ceilings to make them knocking noises. So the big question remains... Was this a demonic haunting? Was this a ghost haunting? Was this a poltergeist haunting? Or was everybody duped by an 11 and 12 year old girl 
So I'm going to leave you today with audio that was actually taken of uh, Dr. Let me get his name real quick. Belloff, Dr. Belloff, speaking to the ghost Bill. And this is, uh, before I play it, this is really hard to hear, so I'm going to turn it up as loud as I can without peeking out on my equipment. Um, so hopefully it's not too loud for you guys, but I want to get it as loud as I possibly can so you can hear everything. So here it is. Let me hear you say my name. Come on, let me hear you say my name. That's not my name. Come on, my name's Morris. Let me hear you say it. Morris. Say Dr. Belloff. Come on, let me hear you say that. Come on. Let's hear you say Dr. Bellock. Say, say Dr. Bellock. Now, if you squeak the bed, I can't hear you talking. Now, say Dr. Bellock. Come on. Come on, say it for me, Dr. Bellon. Dr. Bellon. Right, that's good. Come on, Shut up, Dr. Bellon. I'm 72 years old. I come from doing right, great job. And I have right here to church. Where really now? Hey, all my friends come from there as well, and we all make a game and go to the pub, and then we walk with your house, because I used to live here, and I will tell you some more, and if you don't get anyone else, I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. Just before you died and just after you died. Can you say that 
If you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you got a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story under Reddit, under the subreddit Brave the Basement, or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Google the Rules, and I hope you join us again. Until next time. <laughs>